an interactive approach to improving the lives of older adults. That's our text to nation. I'm Fred Fishkin, and we're happy to have with us the co-founder of Get Set Up, Lawrence Kosick. Great to see you, Lawrence. Great to be here, Fred. Thanks for having me. Well, GetSetUp.io is a learning platform, a gathering place for older adults to learn just about anything, it seems, and, and a place for people to share what they know. Give us the story of how this came about. My understanding is it had its start at the top of a mountain, maybe, or in the Himalayas? I, that's true, Fred. I originally uh, met uh, my co-founder, Neil D'Souza, eight years ago on a mountain bike trip in the Himalayas. And uh, we've, been, we've been fast friends ever since. Um, and and one, of the, one of the problems that we would talk about every time we would meet to, uh, to ride our bikes or go for a run, we would always talk about our parents and how we were trying to sort of help them with technology. And they, they all, they live in different places. And so we would struggle um, with how to be good tech support for, for our folks, uh, help them get set up on their smart devices, help them get set up with basic you know, Zoom, email, how to use Facebook safely. And we finally realized, you know, there's really no safe, secure place for older adults to learn, connect and socialize. And yet there's a platform for every other age group and demographic. Why not this one? Because this is arguably the largest portion of the population and in the next probably 20 to 30 years, you know, a third of the world is going to be over 60. So we thought this was both a big problem and a big opportunity to address. And so this was born from, from, from the, the mountain biking in the Himalayas. And today there are hundreds of classes available from fitness and cooking to tech skills you were talking about, art and travel, just about you name it, I suppose. What have some of the most popular been? Well, as the name would suggest, you know, we started with, with basic tech and helping folks get set up with whatever smart device they happen to have in their, their, their home. So an iPhone, an iPad, Android, tablet, a laptop, desktop, whatever it was they had, uh, we wanted to, to get them uh, comfortable enough so that we could get them into their first class and, and turn on video. And, and in many respects, those remain some of the most popular classes because it's the perfect place to start. Um, you know, if you, can't, if you can't get somebody into that class, then they can't really take that class. And so um, the, the tablets and the iPad classes, the Zoom classes, the laptop classes, basic tech are very, very popular initially. But then once the, uh, uh, once the learner becomes comfortable with the, the basic device and technology, they get into their first class. It really does open up a whole new universe of anything and everything they can take. And then we see a variety of other classes become more popular. And those can be you know, health and wellness classes, exercising at home, uh, healthy cooking, um, you know, virtual museum tours and walking tours in cities like you know, Sydney or Mumbai. Uh, we see other classes become popular once they become comfortable with the initial tech. And many of the classes are, are, are live, but also streaming as well, or how does it work? Yeah, we, we believed that, you know, our demographic, myself included, we learn better uh, by doing than by watching. And so we felt that the classes needed to be interactive, 
so that uh, we could you know, turn on our cameras, ask questions, make mistakes, feel comfortable um, doing so, uh, make new friends in the class. And that, that required a very sort of interactive uh, environment. You know, there are some recorded on-demand classes. Those are usually uh, used uh, to review and practice later. Uh, but most of the classes are live interactive classes where people can talk, learn, and make friends. How much does it cost? I mean, affordability is a big issue for a lot of people in, in the demographic that you're after. Yeah, it's always been our goal to, uh, to make these classes as accessible as possible. And so we realized that um, for a lot of the, our older adults, um, they're on fixed income, they're on pension. Um, so making it as, as either inexpensive or free as possible to take these classes were important. And so what we've done is we've partnered with organizations uh, in many cases who offset the cost of these. So it becomes sort of inexpensive or free to the end user, but it's paid for by, you know, healthcare companies, Medicare companies, uh, and other organizations who want to provide these classes to their member users. And you just announced another new partnership along those lines too, right? With Tivity Health Partners? We did indeed. We did indeed. We're proud of that one uh, because uh, Tivity, which owns Silver Sneakers, arguably one of the most popular uh, supplemental benefits for older adults as part of Medicare Advantage plans, um, we'll be partnering with them to make our, our classes and get set up available to their 70 plus uh, Medicare Advantage plans, which services 18 million eligible members. So that's, a, that's an exciting one for us. Terrific. Meanwhile, you've provided uh, employment opportunities for, for quite a few uh, people that people who are teaching. You call them guides, I think? We, we do call them guides. Yes. Uh, early on, Fred, we thought um, perhaps the best way to approach um, teaching an older adult who might be hesitant about learning new technology is have that be taught by another older adult. And so the way that unfolded was we, we started reskilling and upskilling older adults, mostly retired teachers initially, that's evolved, but mostly retired teachers. And those folks would teach other older adults the things they needed to learn to live happy, healthy, more connected lives. So on one side, we had an economic opportunity for somebody who had wisdom and knowledge to share and to teach. And on the other side, we had learners um, who either wanted or needed to learn specific subject matter. And the exciting thing we've seen, Fred, is that a lot of, a lot of the learners after 5, 10, 20 classes, they raise their hand and they say, well, I, you know, I used to be a former doctor, lawyer, nurse, yoga instructor. I'd like to learn how and, and teach on the platform. And so we find that a lot of the learners become contributors and then creators on the platform. That's really interesting. And, and of course, they're, they're familiar with the community from the start and they, they know how it works. Absolutely. You have another new partnership that uh, was announced not long ago with Uber, which is interesting. Tell us about that. Yes. I mean, it, Uber, Uber is an important partnership and an important service for, for, for our demographic. If you think about um, older adults, in many cases, not having friends, family, or loved ones, and therefore being quite isolated, they have to have a way to solve for mobility, meaning how do they get to the doctor's, uh, that important doctor's appointment? How do they get to the grocery store, the post office? 
Um, and so uh, for, for lack of perhaps having a, a, a loved one or any other ability uh, to get to those appointments, helping them use ride sharing services becomes incredibly important. And so we started with the basics, which was help, help older adults download the Uber app, learn how to sort of authenticate, configure it, learn the features and the functionality, learn how to safely book a ride so that they could get to whatever, whatever appointment they needed to get to. And that's been incredibly important because um, an older adult that now has the ability to sort of get to these important things has the ability to sort of age in place and be more independent um, because they're both, you know, sort of healthy and happy at home and they can do what they need to do when they need to get out of the house. Mobility is a, is it's key. really, really important. Sure. So there are some other online learning destinations for seniors out there. What do you think the things are primarily that, that set you apart? I think there's several. Um, and, and, and those, those institutions do, do great work. I think we approach it differently. Um, I think we're the first to really think about why not have older adults teach other older adults and, and have, you know, our learners uh, empowered to help each other. And I think that was important because when you have uh, an older adult teaching another older adult, um, it, it, there's a, a level of comfort, empathy, patience, cadence that's similar and it relaxes the learner. And, and keep in mind that, you know, in some of these cases, they've not been on the internet before, they've not used their device to get into a video class before. And so there can be some fear and hesitation, but when we see somebody who's a similar age uh, and they've done it, we think, well, we can do it too. And so it was this real sort of this peer to peer or senior to senior format that we took and then making it comfortable and, and sort of live and interactive we think really sort of set us apart and allowed us to provide a, a learning environment that felt comfortable and safe that was just different than what anybody else was doing. Well, the pandemic certainly got more people to look into online learning, online everything, really. The impact on you? Well, we thought this was a, a, a big problem and opportunity even before the pandemic. So we, we, we launched this business, uh, you know, uh, uh, three or four months prior. I think the pandemic really sort of underscored the importance of helping older adults learn to access any and every service virtually so that um, they could access whatever it was they needed from the comfort of their own home and, and, and do it safely. And so... Um, the pandemic, you know, sort of uh, uh, created even more attention and highlighted the problem that an already sort of isolated demographic um, needed, absolutely needed virtual help. And so we were, we were um, um, both excited and blessed to be able to, to provide that and be sort of in the right place at the right time. And I think it allowed our business to grow, to grow much faster than we otherwise expected um, because now folks really needed to, to, to learn some of these services to live safely, happily, um, um, and more connected at home. And they can, they can get onto it from any kind of device or, or they Yeah, I, we, 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 we try to make it as easy as possible to get folks into their first class. And we see all manners of devices, as you can imagine. Um, but it's, it's, it's laptops, 
in some cases, it's desktops. It's more, more likely to be uh, mobile devices. So an Android, iPhone, or tablet um, you know, are generally the most popular. Uh, but we oftentimes have to help them with their cameras, help them power up the device, uh, might have to help with uh, installing the latest browser operating system. You know, we, we, we really do provide a, a level of handholding so that we can take some of that tech friction away and, and get them from that, get them into that first class, whatever it takes. What are, are some of the things that you'd like to see get set up, move into or, or accomplish looking ahead? Yeah, I mean, I think, Fred, that um, uh, offering more curriculum and more languages is always important. Um, if you think about, you know, older adults, you know, here in the U.S., um, you know, we're all first, second, third, fourth generation immigrants, which means we've all come from other places. So older adults oftentimes, you know, they need help in other languages. So for us to offer more classes in some of those other languages would be, would be wonderful. Uh, we, we, we have five, I think now six, five, maybe going on six languages, uh, but we would like to offer, for, offer more uh, and more classes in more of those languages. And then I think, you know, we continue to think about how can we make the platform and the classes more engaging? How do we help folks go from a learning experience to a, a, a more social experience so that it's, it's comfortable and they can make new friends and they can come back and take classes with those friends? And so, you know, sort of engagement and retention is, is, are, are sort of the ultimate metrics for us. And I think anything that we can do that, that makes it a comfortable place for folks to sort of come learn, but also hang out and come back with friends I think um, are, are, are important things for us to think about as we look ahead. How have you managed, maybe it's not an issue at all, but how have you managed to navigate around the social divisiveness that, that we're seeing out there today in the U.S. and elsewhere? I know it's a, it's, 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 <laughs> it's a fine line, but I think, you know, we're a, we're a learning platform and, you know, we keep, the subject matter, I think, you know, to things that people want or need to learn to live happy, healthy, more connected lives. I think we generally stay away from sort of, you know, political or religious subject matter. I think people, if they want to go and sort of <laughs> argue or fight about those things, there's plenty of other places to do it. Facebook's probably, you know, <laughs> one of the more popular ones. We want it to be a, a, a community destination where, where people are coming together, they're helping each other. It's a safe, fun, positive place to be. And I think that you can absolutely do that while avoiding you know, politics and, and, and religion and some of those other more contentious topics. And I think, I think people actually want to find a place where they can sort of escape um, uh, th those, those, uh, those subject matters. I think there's, there's a, there's a, there's a level of fatigue we have around sort of the political divisiveness. And so we're, we're that place that you can go to safely and comfortably learn, um, hang out and socialize with others like you. Terrific. And that place once again is getsetup.io. Lawrence Kosick, thank you so much for taking the time with us and congratulations on all your accomplishments. Thank you, Fred. It's always nice to be here. Appreciate it. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio, and that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, 
have made a habit of listening to their customers. And that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand, without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC Skywave SSB. Click on the link at textonation.com.